Good morning, everybody. First of May. Today is the first of May. If you have you are losing track of your days, this is a reminder. And it is a Friday morning, nice, cool morning this Friday. Uh, my name is Michelle, uh, and we are hosting this uh, session called uh, Ramadan X Circuit Breaker 2020. And because it's Labor Day, or rather it just so happened to be, um, a special edition of this entire series. So this is episode five that we are on. Uh, we've been running for the entire week and we have had three guests on this week. Uh, and before I invite the guests on to share, to, to perhaps just show their faces and say good morning, let, let's just take this moment and recap what this entire program all is about. Um, and really what the intention is, right? Yeah, so this Ramadan X Circuit Breaker 2020 uh, series, um, the theme being what does Ramadan mean to me um, is really with the intention of providing some perspective of Ramadan and what it means to ordinary folks. So the guests that we have had on this, this uh, past three days, they are ordinary folks. They are people that you would probably bump into along the streets if you pay attention to them. Um, and also to learn and understand about perhaps what are the kind of values that are demonstrated during Ramadan uh, through the eyes of these ordinary folks, uh, and also to gain insight into what might have changed during this COVID-19 period of time for them. right? So that the, the entire intention is really for ordinary folks to share these insights. Uh, We're not talking to celebrities uh, in, in, in any way in that sense, um, and to really just have a ground-up perspective of what Ramadan is and how perhaps they are adjusting to Ramadan during this uh, interesting period of time that we are experiencing, right? So for 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 today's session, it's not about the what we have been talking about. It's a bit of an interesting uh, session for us today. Uh, but before we go into what's happening for today, uh, really is um, we would like to then do also a shout out to then support this course uh, by RLA uh, Foundation, uh, where they are actually raising funds to support those who are either the frontline workers uh, or the lesser privileged uh, families to actually be able to break fast uh, in a more comfortable fashion, right? So they, with the funds that they collected, um, they will then buy the meals to then send to these folks and then allow them to break fast uh, in, in a more comfortable fashion, right? So I think by now they would have hit about 28% uh, or close to 30% of their quota of what they would like to hit. The total amount that they're trying to hit is about $2, uh, $2 million. Uh, now they would have hit about $500 plus dollars if I'm not, $500 plus thousand dollars if I'm not wrong, right? So again, if you feel that today's session uh, resonates with you, is a, a lot of value for you, uh, we encourage you to, Either scan this QR code or we will provide the link in a bit uh, on how else you might be able to donate. So the link that you can donate to is here, the running ticker at the bottom of the screen uh, for us to then say, hey, we can donate uh, that amount. So with that, I'm going to bring us on screen. So this is me, Michelle, uh, and I will be hosting today's session. And I'm going to invite Shukri to show himself and to turn on his mic. Good morning. And also, Aifa to turn on her mic and camera, and then Imran oh to turn on his mic and camera, right, to show themselves. So um, this entire series hey is, hey guys, <laughs> right, so these are, the, these are the three guests that we had um, in, in, uh, in the week so far. Um, Shukri was the 
inaugural first guest that I had uh, in the week. And then, and then we had Imran coming in uh, to share his perspectives about what Ramadan is and the values that he holds. And then we had Aifa to kind of like close off yesterday's session. Uh, we do have a mystery guest, but I think he still wants to remain a mystery. So he has not come on yet. So we shall wait in anticipation for him to arrive if he does arrive at all. Um, yeah, so, so just to perhaps give a little bit of a setting about today's session, right? I believe now at least I have three viewers online. Uh, and hopefully we get a few more in, in, in the next few minutes. Um, but really today's session is to um, appreciate and thank, of course, my three guests who have uh, nicely graced their, their presence and, and <laughs> their attendance for the life throughout the week. And also an opportunity for us as a community uh, to have questions to ask to each other. So when I say community, right, it's not just whoever's on screen, but also then the larger community, whoever is watching us. Uh, on this live, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so today's session is a Ask Me Anything session, an AMA session. Uh, and really it's for us to also hear from uh, the, those of you who are watching us, um, uh, your, your perspectives, your opinions, or any questions that you might have for the guests uh, that mm -hmm. are in the room today, right? So you can, you, there's, there's a few ways that we can do this. One is you can direct the question to any of the guests. They say, you know, I have, a, I have a question for you, Shukri. And then what is that question? So as much as possible, try and keep keep your question uh, summarized, like short, sharp, and sweet, so that we don't have to read an entire paragraph before we get to the question. Uh, if you do want to write an entire paragraph, perhaps write the entire paragraph, then send another comment with the question so that we, we, we are clearer with that, right? So that's one. Uh, of course, the guests themselves have also been tasked to ask each other questions, right? Uh, to, to liven up the mood a little bit. And they do have some really tough questions for each other as well. Last night, we were actually having the opportunity to share each other's questions and they were like, uh, okay, can, um, kind of, kind of, uh, mood, right? Um, so, so just to set some, uh, ground rules and some boundaries with regards to the kind of questions that we can ask each other as well. Uh, first of all, the questions need to be ethical and moral, lah. Or don't ask questions like, you know, hey, so, uh, if you go to jail, uh, and then, you know, <laughs> maybe not, not that kind of question so much. Uh, so, uh, uh questions that are ethical and moral. Um, those questions will be entertained. If not, then we will probably just skip your question. Um, then the other the other uh, boundary that we have for the question is really if as uh, please ask questions that's related to either Ramadan or the circuit breaker, right? Uh, because that's the theme for the entire program, and that's not veer too far away. Because if we're gonna veer too far away, then um, there's a lot to talk about, right? Yeah, and perhaps if you have suggestions, you know, maybe we should try, we should answer this question. So still send us those questions. Uh, we might consider it for future lives, but not for this one, right? So um, we will be taking in your questions if you have any for any of our guests. Uh, but meanwhile, let's kickstart the Q&A and the AMA with uh, the first question that came from Aifa. Hey, one name. So I'll go first. Lah. Yeah. But I saw you hang on a minute. Yes, uh. I yes. think our mystery guest is trying mm. to enter the room. Let yes. me see if I can bring him on screen again before you ask your question so that if by you know, any so. chance he gets a chance to also hear the question and potentially he can also respond. Mm. Right. So our mystery guest is Mr. Wan Haddad. And he still wants to remain a mystery by <laughs> camera off and serious, mic huh? Haddad, are you there, Haddad? <laughs> Mr. Wan Haddad, are you coming on screen hopefully soon? 
Right. So while we are waiting him, waiting for him to kind of like perhaps get himself on screen, mm. uh, I hope he can still hear us. But I think Aifa, you can ask your question first to kickstart. Okay. Okay. So I'll go first, ah. Yeah. Are you coming in? I'm not doing my session. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So my question is for everyone. Okay. Um, so what is one memorable experience during this Ramadan circuit breaker that you have experienced which has changed your perspective on life moving forward? Yeah, moving forward after this COVID-19. Yeah. So whoever is ready to share. Okay. Imran right. seems to be in deep thought, so I think... <laughs> Okay. Okay. Thirty seconds to. to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put Aifa's question on screen, right? In case yeah. we forget what the question is. Aifa, what what if I say it's still too early into Ramadan to think? <laughs> <laughs> because of the sample, is it? <laughs> I think I need at least fourteen days for me to formulate a good answer. <laughs> so. Sorry, yeah, cannot, cannot. Uh, see lah, that's why. Facilitator writes all the question all uh, open-ended. I think if you cannot answer, you can ask uh, Michelle uh. to take you off from the screen. Really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, oh, Shook's so ready. Okay, let's see, let's see. Oh, Shook's ready. Okay, okay, go Shook. Yeah, I said, no, you say I'm ready. I'm trying to read the scroll at the bottom. To read the <laughs> okay, what is one memorable, memorable experience? Yeah, in this circuit breaker Ramadan, all right, that has changed your perspective. Ah, okay. Uh, your perspective in life moving forward. So next time, like you think like the situation, like uh, you, you experienced it and you will remember it and how it can, um, it somehow changes your perspective um, mm. moving forward with this. Um, I think for me is uh, what do you call that? The fact that you can do a lot of things uh, which previously you thought you couldn't. For example, mm-hmm. like just breaking fast at home for a full one month. I mean, we have not reached that full one month yet. Uh, but given the situation that we are in, uh, deliberately we are supposed to be you know breaking fast at home, right? So previously we always give this reason like oh I need to break fast here, I need to break fast there. But in actual fact, you can actually be present at where you're supposed to be at lah. So mm-hmm. in, a, in a, you have a choice, uh, but it's just a matter of you want to impose it on yourself. So I think that's something that um, Hello. Like, huge changes. Hello, morning, morning. <laughs> morning. Okay, it's the, it's the usual routine. Ibu, susu. Yeah. Okay. So okay. that's for me. Uh, and also, a memorable experience is... Uh, <laughs> okay. Continue, continue. Okay, I'll come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, What's the usual experience is? Imran? How about Imran? So, yeah, sorry. Imran yourself? Oh, um, I think this, this Ramadan experience is different because we are less occupied in terms of the other aspect of Ramadan, which I, I shared, which is actually influenced by culture rather than the religion itself, mm. which is like, hey, you gotta, you gotta buy new stuff, you gotta go out and shop, you have to line up at Gelang and everything. So, and I hope moving forward that stays the same for future Ramadan. 
personally mm-hmm. for me at least. For others, it's, it's their choice. Huh? But personally, I hope it stays that way. Maybe for shoot, you want to try also. Uh, that <laughs> we keep each other in check, you know. So, so it's, it's more of just uh, be, more be more conscious about what yeah, you do during Ramadan focused. and more focused about what you do during Ramadan. Right? Yeah. So these are some of the because the things. past Ramadan is like okay, we know that it's Ramadan. Uh, we need to be extra. We gotta catch extra points and all. But then in the effort to do that, and we we get lost with all the other distractions. <laughs> in the end, we didn't really we didn't really do much to really mm. say that oh, we went through Ramadan. Mm. Okay. So it's it's been a few days into Ramadan, and I feel that it is definitely much more productive than the the past few years, definitely. Oh, it's been one week, right? I think it's been yeah. well, one week. Yeah. Is it one week or few? Today is one week. Today, one week, yeah. today is exactly one week. We started yeah. one week. Yeah. on Friday last week. Friday, Friday. Yeah. Friday. yeah. I'm for yourself, eh? Your, to answer your own question, what is one memorable hmm. experience for you? For me, I think um, I would say the again the the. Uh, so called lah, like like I think back to back to my that value again that I mentioned, <coughs> that patience aspect especially, because I I think that really um for me it's it's really very um changes me that perspective of like what I mentioned about how patience is when just take in, it's not about just taking in whatever people say or you know put you down and you just like keep it in yourself. However, it's more on managing that and be able to mutually um, respond. So like what I mentioned, so that's especially for the area. Mm. Then, uh, and also, okay, wait, I still need to think, I just got back from the, <laughs> the kitchen. <laughs> um, so while she's thinking, perhaps I just make yeah. a quick announcement. Uh, Haddad is trying to come online. Uh, mm. He seems to be having a bit of a problem with technical issues. Uh, whether he's not sure whether it's the router or whether it's his computer. Um, so we just have to be patient. as what I say, right? Just be patient, be compassionate mm-hmm. that that uh we we might or might not have him online eventually. Right. So thank you guys for, for still tuning in regardless. Um yeah, and just be patient with us while we try and figure out these technical issues. Right. So Ifa, back to you. Mm, I think another aspect also for me, um uh, if you guys realize that uh, I've already started doing lives, right? Lives uh, for Grandi and all that. Then there was that um, that one particular live that I actually switched my topic. Mm. So instead of dealing with teenagers, it was dealing with loss of loved ones. Yeah. I, I, somehow, I don't know why I feel that. Um, I just had to bring up that issue with regards to dealing with loss. Because... Um, that that somehow it's quite sensitive like that topic but it seems that a lot of us are affected after hearing news all over the world about how covid has actually um in, like caused a lot of loss for a lot of people yeah and i think somehow when you are you are thinking about that aspect humanity that humanity aspect comes in yeah. where it's not just about thinking about yourself but um you know how with all the situation that's happening, right? What kind of human being are you becoming? Yeah, are you going to be like more on those who only thinks about yourself, 
yes, I think that selfishness will kick in, but when death actually it's like like you know when you hear about death or, or maybe people who is sick now um or maybe hospitalized because of uh this covid situation right maybe like when we hear all this news everywhere so i find that the, the thought of death makes me want to become a better person so it made me reflect like um the decisions that i choose to do today what uh, will it be beneficial for me as a person? Will it benefit uh, the people around me, my family, and the community? So it got me thinking, like, wow, okay, now if I want to move forward, okay, I need to, I need to know, I need to decide my decisions now. Okay, will it also even impact myself when I were to pass on one day, which is paradise, lah. Yeah. So it's it's that kind of um thought process and that decision making that I need to decide what I, I, I hope to do. So for example, uh, maybe, um, so instead of maybe learning music hmm. or maybe learning uh, how to make uh, jewellery, for example, okay, yes, it will benefit me. I will learn no knowledge, yeah. but will it benefit the community? Will it benefit, um, you know, as a whole and will it bring me towards paradise? So that maybe that paradise aspect, I need to find, you know. So maybe like for example, if I decide to go for the the um, jenazah management course, the one that actually might talk to during my life, right? How to how to handle the jenazah? How to uh, so so that when my my own family members were to pass on one day, right? Will I be able to manage that emotion, that yeah. being there just to be there and, and all that? So maybe by going for this course, it will benefit me. It will benefit my, my family, it will benefit the community because you are also educating others and it will benefit me throughout my journey to paradise. So that that is again the thought process that I actually you know reflected on, on myself. Lah. So it's it's a lot of um, emotions and, and yeah. So and, and one of the things that uh, got me thinking is because the news of one of our friends, I think our friend, who who mother just passed away yesterday yeah yeah so, so so somehow it's like i'm thinking that it flows in terms of like the knowledge that i need to know you know to be able to like ground myself to be able to even share to other people the importance of this knowledge and and also i'm even thinking because we are like i myself is in the outdoor we are in the outdoor education scene right and then as you know that i am actively involved with um are doing programs overseas so when we actually bring people for track or expeditions right so there's actually this part where um for for women to go overseas alone yeah. right it's actually not recommended if hmm. the location uh there is no proper um uh, support in terms of um, burial or maybe when you were to pass on because you never know if you were to go expedition you pass on can hmm. somebody manage your your body there mm. Uh, mm. right so that's why like, like locations like maybe jakarta or maybe malaysia still okay because you know that this um, is somehow islamic countries that they can help to manage but if you are alone yeah. like for example i'm a wife right my husband is not with me so my 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 uh so-called body is there maybe in the hospital for days before he can maybe come and be with me to help me with, the, with that process you see so that's why and, and somehow because a lot of uh, cases that happen, so I'm thinking, wow, 
I think this is another area that I, I would want to um, really uh, move forward. Lah. This will be the area that I would like to also um, uh, experience and, and educate myself further. Okay. I've went for courses like that, but it doesn't, it's not that, um, it's really that one time off thing. Yeah. So I'm hoping that I'm able to um, like go further and deeper into that knowledge so that I can prepare myself. Yeah. So that the other side of me, like the humanity side of me thinking, how how can I uh, you know, prepare in terms of this area? Yeah, so that's for me. Yeah, yeah sounds like sounds mm. like quite a bit of reflection and just from one incident kind of created mm. quite a bit of a memorable experience for you now quite holistically also right throughout the mm. entire Ramadan. This seems to be yeah. your your theme of consideration for this entire Ramadan. So mm. it's, thanks for sharing. I think it's a it's a very emotional sharing from you. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and, and it's been we I think not just me, I can speak on behalf of Imran and Shukri also. I think we feel for you in terms of like really where your direction is moving towards. Mm. And uh, I think as a community, let us know how we can also support you, right? Like in this journey, uh, whether it's in emo- whether through emotional or whether through just knowledge sharing or whatever. Yeah. Imran, Shukri, do you have anything else to perhaps add on for this question? Or if not, then we go on to the next question. Mm. Mm, not, not so much for me yeah. for this. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. Thanks for, for all three of your sharings for this particular question. So we have got no questions coming in from the audience yet, right? So we're just going to go on to the next question that comes from Shukri. Okay, all right. Uh, so my question is... Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, drum roll, drum roll. <laughs> Please look on your screen. No, okay. Um, <laughs> the question is... Uh, I mean, just now when Kaifa mentioned about one memorable experience, right? Uh, mm. During this COVID uh, and Ramadan. Mm. So my, my question would be, if there's something that you miss most about Ramadan with no COVID, what would that be? If there's something that you miss most about Ramadan without COVID, what would that be? You have 15 seconds to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to call a friend. Call a friend. <laughs> The friend is still trying to connect to the camera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you might want to go first. Or, or yeah, you might want to go first. Okay. Uh, something that I really miss is probably um, the the mosque sessions, the the congregation prayers at the mosque, because there's a certain atmosphere that you can't replicate at your home as well. Yeah. Mm. And there's a certain feel and vibe which you cannot replicate as compared to doing at home. Yeah. So it it is a I feel it's a more solemn atmosphere when you perform your congregation at the mosque and forces you to reflect. So but then again, it, it yes, we miss, but uh like I said earlier, this is sort of time where we try to maximize as much as what we can do at our homes as well but yeah the, the whole the whole feels the the bustle and all at the mosque watching the them the busy preparing like uh from 4 p.m then they start preparing for the food then the bubur masjid as well right into yeah. the breakfast and after that uh with everyone coming in especially uh chat breaking fast at 
uh, Sultan Mosque. Oh man, that was that's chaotic, man. Yeah. You probably will, you're gonna so pack every inch of the compound is filled with people trying to breakfast. So mm. you can imagine like the, the amount of preparations and the the bustle and all. So yeah, that, that's that's what I miss uh, seeing and being part of. Oh, thanks. I think when you mentioned the 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 bobo, right? That's the part yeah. that I, I I also forgot about. But I, I think whenever it comes to Ramadan, that's one of the things that kind of like it stands out quite prominently for me as mm. well because the mosque will give away like packets of porridge. Correct. Right. And about breakfast. I think they are, they are stalls giving out, right? Shook, yep. do you, are, you, are you aware because you follow food pages? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stalls are as in like, like makan stalls giving out. Yeah, like, they porridge. are giving away. Very yeah, nice. Giving away, yeah, actually, beyond uh, porridge, la, some of them even like uh, giving away like prawn noodles for free, uh, wow. biryani. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I think, like what Imran mentioned, I think the significance is that porridge. I'm not sure about Kaifa, though. The, uh, that mm. significance of porridge. Of that porridge. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like going to the different masjid, right? Then you try all the different bubu. <laughs> like this day, are people, I, I'm just masjid. curious now, right? Like, are there, are there people who actually like go to the different malls and just collect the taste well, of the yes. different bubu? If on the normal days, you got cafe cafe hoppers, right? During Ramadan, there's such thing as bubu hoppers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very real thing. I, I I ask around like there are people who like go yeah. moss hopping. Oh, that's so cool. Moss hopping, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Maybe that's something I should also <laughs> go and try when when the circuit breaker is over. <laughs> you know, like next the next Ramadan that kind of thing to just hmm. oh, do do really. Uh, okay, this is a silly question, but but the the, the all the porridge tastes different, huh? Different. Different. Yeah. Okay. Different chef. <laughs> different hands, uh, different hands, you know, so the mm. outcome is different. <laughs> Even boiling of water, right? How you boil water will taste different from how I boil water also. So wow. <laughs> such a science and an wow. art of boiling water. <laughs> yeah, so people even want to try the menu at different malls. The breakfast menu. Wow, yeah. okay. Interesting. This is new to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I found for yourself, la, what, what is the one thing that you miss? Uh, my family definitely because now staying in different houses, right? Then um, it's, it's to just be like like iftar together with family members. I think that is really what, uh, <laughs> yeah. Because being the eldest, like I will want to be with my siblings, my 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 parents, just to iftar with them together and just catch up on a lot of things with them. Yeah, because because it's like when we are with. Uh, in uh, the normal days, yes, even though we will check in on them, but it's not usually not the very in-depth conversations. It will be like, okay, ayah, everything okay, uh, uh, thank you. Again. But it's but during Ramadan, it's like a bit more. Um, the feeling like is different. Yeah, you you have that conversations with them, and, and it's a bit more um, the emotional aspect, and the intimate aspect. Yeah, the sharing with them is different. Yeah, someone staying in your own right like, now. We've got. And then you know that the, the how is it like to be responsible for your own family? <laughs> uh, mm. So that even like uh I think the second day of Ramadan, that I was I was I kind of like had a mini breakdown session. Yeah, because mm. I missed that that uh, ambiance just to maybe cook with my parents, you know, that, like doing together, then we set up table together, they clean up together. Yeah, mm, for mm. me. <laughs> okay. Nice. Kipila, yourself, what's the one thing that you miss, perhaps? It is quite similar to both Kaifa as well as Imran. Um, oh, okay. 
Yeah, I mean, the that. idea of unite. Oh, sorry. Nah. Okay, okay. Let's see. Jokes on you, Imran and Shukrinos. Actually, no. I didn't hear what he said. Ah, but anyways, uh, I think that whole idea of uniting together or just coming together, whether is it in family within the family or as a community, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. So uh, if you ask me, that's something that I probably uh kind of miss. Um, even things like just go like as a go to going to the bazaar, right? Even though you're not buying anything, just just get into the mood, or even like um you know going for taraweh and then even even or like going for buka puasa with different group of people during Ramadan mm-hmm. and all that, um. But yeah, I mean, sacrifices, lor. Uh, like what we all share, right? I mean, there needs to be some sacrifices. So, yeah. So that's yeah, the lights also. The lights. The lights. The lights along the line. Yeah, the lights. Oh, I wonder if they still put it up, though. I didn't check. Does anyone know? Something that you can sacrifice in your life because it's not significant. No, no, no. Are you gonna put out the lights outside your house? Yeah, like that, that's, that's my that one of my do? goals. No, my goals. <laughs> Ramadan <My> goals. Hashtag. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Thanks for sharing, so let's guys. Hang up, let's hang up your fairy lights in solidarity, also. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I would also, right? Because I don't like hang it. in your room. <laughs> don't hang in your room, ah. Then it's, hang where? In the hall. Yeah. Outside in the living room or something. Oh, is that a difference? Like if you hang it in it's your really room. It's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, so for practicality yeah. reasons. Yeah. Um, okay. But your room seems windy though. I see your curtain keep flying around. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Noticing. We just... Yeah. Okay, we traded the host for the guest. <laughs> no, the host is Alex. Hello, hello. Okay. Am, am I lagging? Hello. Good morning, in. everybody. I'm so sorry. You're meant to come in later than the rest. We didn't expect it to be so significantly later. But <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hello, hello, Shug. Hello, Aifa. Hello, Adam. Hey, morning. Our Mr. Yeah. So we're going to take a commercial right here for everyone to just catch up with each other for a bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> I could hear you guys saying uh, all your thoughts on Chrome. A while mm-hmm. ago, but I just couldn't log in with the camera and everything. Just keeps hanging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So his laptop doesn't yeah, like. So what I, we are I doing. heard all the joke. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that whatever that we were saying was a joke. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Yeah. All everything. All the lights. Very light. <laughs> Yeah, so so Amira Amira commented right that uh one of her friends posted that the raya decorations hasn't been put up because of circuit breaker. Mm. Mm. Yeah, circuit so breaker they, in the they, house or <coughs> circuit breaker as a nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 
So apparently, <laughs> apparently the lights are sitting beside the roadside. Oh. Also, they actually had the intention of putting it up, but they mm. didn't manage to do it before. No the intention of putting it away. Uh. <laughs> putting yeah. it away. How about the intention of? <laughs> so that's an interesting uh, information for us. Maybe we should just mask up and then go and help the product, right? <laughs> wow, Michelle. Oh, that's <laughs> a good idea. Or yeah, either that or we can take these things, right? And then put, to put it at all the various homes around Singapore to light up all the homes. Oh. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not talking about our home. I'm talking about uh, whether elderly, you know, the house, the yeah, yeah, yeah. home of orphanage and all that, just to light it up. Yeah. You know? I think there was someone, there was, there was actually an, um, uh, uh, an article or like a... a, a a video review of someone who does Christmas decorations near his, in his neighborhood, I, in his estate, right? Every right. year he does that, right? Yeah, every year he does that and he yeah. has to come up with different themes and he orders yeah. things in to, like, so I was thinking, yeah, maybe, right, instead of going to, to Gelang Sarai area to just see the light up, perhaps that we can do something just in our own neighborhood. Or maybe at the not, ERP not, not the <laughs> 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 hmm. one, uh, Shukri, I leave it up to you. Okay, maybe maybe before we go into your into your neighborhood, we will have to go through that ERP first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe maybe we all take a little break. Let let Hadad introduce himself a little bit. Yeah, because uh, we all know Hadad, but the audience might have no clue who this person mm. with a cap and keep popping in and out, popping in and out is. Right? So, <laughs> Uh, that just do a quick introduction of yourself. Yeah, like you yeah I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Uh, first of all, thank you to Mitch for inviting me. And hello, every all my old colleagues. Okay, these are all my old colleagues, all my old mentors. I learned first from Mitch, giving me pointers <laughs> in training. Uh, so now I'm involved in uh, arts and program consultant. Uh, in fact, I, uh, not just Mitch, Aifa gave me training in voice training. So oh. she was the one who taught me singing when I was in poly, was it? No, yeah, I used to practice it, you know, all the practice uh, warm-ups in the morning. Okay, like one song, like one yeah. song. <laughs> we end the session with Hadad singing a Hari Raya song. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Hadad, yeah. are you still here? <laughs> sure, we can try. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, so Right now, I'm doing program consultant and training for schools. Uh, uh, it's almost the same as what she is involved with, uh, but based on arts program, lah, basically. Cool. Cool. Maybe, maybe just to let Hadad also then share uh, one of the things that you miss uh, for this Ramadan, right? So if Ramadan had no COVID, which is the question that's like rolling at the bottom of the screen, uh, if, if there's something that you really miss about Ramadan with no COVID, what would it be? I, I think I have to agree with most of the pointers that's that's been given out. Uh, that that there is a point uh, that we can come together, that uh, survival uh, of humanity doesn't just lie in all of us meeting each other outside, but we could actually digitally survive and still. Uh, you know, keep everyone safe. That's the main point. You know, we, we try to get rid of the virus first. And what it means is that um, the realization that we can actually come together and serve back 
we always go out to serve others. But this is the point of time where we actually come back and stay and serve our families. Mm, nice. That's a nice way of saying it. Cool. Right. Yeah. So I think our audience quite shy. La. No one asks questions. So then we entertain ourselves. La, huh? so, <laughs> so thank God for the questions that you all have also provided, right? And maybe we go on to the next question. And then the question is actually from Hadad himself. Thank God he's in the room now that we can use his question also. It might be quite weird to use his question without him in the room. Uh, <laughs> right, so, so Hadad's question is, uh, Hadad, do you want to ask your question for yourself, by yourself? Can you remember your question? Uh, I, I think you can carry on asking, but, but yes, I actually do. But I do, I do want to rephrase it later and, and explain why I, I'm asking though. So yes, the host, thank you. <laughs> So his question is, <laughs> his question is, if there is a necessary need that uh, circuit breaker or lockdown happens again in the near future, right? How will how will the event of today? Hello, good Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, wait. I know this guy from Arts Program Consultant. I know this guy from somewhere. I know this guy from somewhere. I know this guy, regional trainer. Is he okay, under? You know what he's thinking? Oh, this Michelle. You know I, I know this guy. You know what? He cannot hear us this. because he doesn't have the earphones on. I know that it's better for me not to hear you guys. <laughs> it's for right. me to speak freely. <laughs> Thank you for the guest of a guest. Just, <laughs> just, just like, hi, Imran. Hi. <laughs> I am Ryan from Paperback Packers. Oh, I know you. I know this Paperback. I read about you before. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, interesting. interesting. Oh, are we having a live right now? Yes, we are. We are oh, live. okay. Hi, you guys. Sorry. Uh, my name is Zani. Just uh, it's not down here. Um, I'm the most popular person uh, with my kids. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I, I leave you guys. Yeah. I leave you guys be. Uh, nice meeting you guys. Hi, Hadad. Long time no see. I miss you, bro. <laughs> okay, you should. Okay, okay, okay. I miss yeah, you, bro, man. too, bro. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle, I don't, I don't miss you. Uh, Imran, no, absolutely you. not. Okay. Absolutely not. I can't hear you. Can't hear you. <laughs> yes. This is this is really like an. If, if, if this was held in the evening, this would be like really like it'd be an iftar, right? People just come and go. <laughs> <laughs> like, hi, guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, we should have rescheduled this session. We just need food here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just got back actually from work. Yeah, because ah, my husband is in Firebiker, right? So he was donging the doorbell. So I'm like, okay, Abang, I do help you open the door. Because <laughs> he was thinking, why is he doing here? Like, <laughs> yeah. Hadad, Hadad did the best action ever, right? Like, he's just banging <laughs> down the door, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so coming back to Hadad's question, right? So, if, yeah. if if there's a necessity for CB or, or lockdown to happen again in the near future, uh, how are the events of today, that means our, ex I, I assume it's, you're talking about our current experience, right? Uh, mm. Actually, inspire a better movement for tomorrow uh, for yourself to lead the communities that you're in. So, I think Hadad had an explanation about the communities. So I think he, he felt that like Shukri would have that, that youth and education kind of community to impact and influence. 
and then for Imran would be the digital uh, nomad community to influence, and then for uh, IFA would be the sports and perhaps the 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 the, the women community that she can influence, right? So what 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 would you what would be something that you can inspire for a better movement? That's what we ask. Right. So you probably tried some things already now. What can you then enhance further? Is it what is that what you mean, Hadad? Yeah, probably uh, what better methods that we can uh, apply in the future in case that we need a CD. Mm -hmm. Methods in terms of uh, like training, technology, anything, is it? Of, mm -hmm. of measures, of preparing measures. the community, advocating. Uh, I think it's something we can start to aspire to make a movement with it lah, to prepare for the next round of you never know the next round of covid so so if i was to try and explain what uh Hadad is asking right so for example uh if i am working with the elderly community that's the target people that i i'm working with if if another another lockdown or another circuit breaker was to happen how can i uh, educate them to not panic buy, for example. Mm. Is that what you're trying to say, Hadad? Yeah, how can I improve that situation of panic buying and have a rationing of toilet rolls, right? I think we had that conversation with Shufi at the beginning of the week about, about toilet rolls. So if that's, that's the community that I'm interacting with, how can I enhance that for them? Like, yeah. Maybe I, I'll, I'll try to yes. answer it. Uh, oh, yes. For me, let me, probably oh. I can just start it's okay. I think uh, you let Imran let yeah let Imran go first. Then Hadad, you can come in while waiting for the other two to, to think through. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, because of what we do with uh, what I do is that I try to <coughs> our team is on a mission to help enhance uh, online presence for businesses, and that's what we are trying to do actively. So if this thing happens again, we we notice that when this circuit breaker thing happened, there was one or two people who were asking me, hey, um, how can we improve our social campaign, our social cause campaign? Uh, what are the things that we can do differently? Uh, so, I, it's something which I didn't imagine to have requests coming in for this kind of questions until like, recently. So, if such thing happened, I think like, let's say, oh, uh, the Bubo, the SG United, Maybe we can offer, oh, uh, maybe we can do the setup for you or we can, we can plan a campaign together with you, something like that. Uh, it's, it's how we want to contribute, maybe that way. Cool. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Hadad, you wanted to share also, right? Of how you would have impacted your community. So Hadad's community yeah. is the art scene, I suppose. I, I, I guess arts and training scene with okay. schools, I guess. Uh, which greatly was impacted in the terms of all our freelance trainers as well mm. as uh, freelance arts practitioner. So if I were to give uh, an example of uh, what measures or preparation that I would like to put to the community was that the main trouble uh, that we had was that our arts practitioner are not well versed with digital uh, applications. So. Like you can see, right? My like myself today, how <laughs> laggy is. So for myself, it's like I do Zoom training with students. Yeah, I think my students also cry at home. 
<laughs> so this part part of the puzzle. Uh, other than that, I guess uh, us as uh, arts practitioner, we do not know how to apply um, our practice online and on digital scale because we always do live shows and we have been so used to that. We've been used to the human touch that we do not know uh, how can we actually um, reach out to the community and show that you know the arts can support uh, what support and inspire while COVID is going on. Oh, nice. That, that probably opens up a bit of opportunities now, right? Like I think Imran and Shukri perhaps can then see how you can, with your skills and your knowledge, support yes. Haddad, Haddad and his and his and his uh, friends on correct, how they correct. can come online. Yeah, but that will be but a conversation. At the same time, I just want to add on like um I was watching uh this guy <clears> from Southeast <throat> Asia. He was doing a review about how he's doing journalism from his home. He said mm. um. Yes, as much as we want to have the knowledge and expertise to come up with the best setup, but even at its best, it's still an improvisation. Yeah, it's not the real deal. So, I will say that no matter what, that that human touch is still important. Yeah. You won't be able to replace it. Mm. I think from the training industry, it's the same. Like should we? Yeah, one of the challenges with with moving training into a digital space is that that human interaction is also not as robust or as as exciting as if it's a face to face. Yeah. Um. Maybe sorry. Just maybe to uh mm-hmm. shift. Sorry, not shift. Rather to uh correct <laughs> that point a little bit. Right. Uh, the one I had mentioned uh, about uh me being the in the uh, youth space or education space. I kind of like shifted out of that space for. A couple of years already. Um, oh, so, uh, the, okay, the reason I need to say this because challenge you know, more, like, Challenge more. So you challenge people question, uh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, of course. Uh, so I'm 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 no longer in the school space or the youth space in terms of directly involved, lah. Uh, but I still do it on my own uh, ad hoc basis. Uh, but but to un- to regarding that whole part about what Misha mentioned also, right? Uh, about the technology and all that. Uh, personally, I think for us trainers. Uh, as much as that human touch is very, very important, um, something like what also Imran mentioned about, uh, it, it doesn't feel like how it used to be. So my, my point would be, who defined what's used to be? Will then, after doing this for the next maybe six months, this become a norm? Again, the whole idea of new norm, right? And then eventually people are so used to going digital in terms of learning, going digital in terms of marketing, everything is so digital that going face-to-face is a luxury, you know? It becomes a luxury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I feel personally, uh, but okay, maybe for me myself, right? Uh, I, I've always enjoyed um, embracing technology as part of all this. So to me, when this whole COVID happens, to me personally, I think it's a blessing because then it forces everyone to say, hey, you take this technology and use it, you know. Um, then people realize because there was a sharing, I edited a sharing on LinkedIn and then somebody said this, uh, all this while this person was in denial, you know, to them is to him, right? He's been doing training, and to him, he's like, "Oh, I don't need technology." You know, I it, because it's about face-to-face interaction. Yeah, I mean, it's important. And then eventually, after he uses technology, then he realized that actually, if he use it right, he can actually get the optimum result that he actually got from a face-to-face interaction as well. You can actually get that. Uh, like what I think we have seen from uh, both uh, Michelle from Crystalis or even Kaifa from Grandi, right? When you guys try to slowly um, 
get the hang of different live because I've seen how uh, Kaifa started doing live from not using any streaming tool and then using streaming tool and then has all these effects coming in. I think the traction level has changes. And in fact, people are much more savvy right now. People are, tend to be much more open to ask questions um, at certain mm. level. Um, so if you ask me, if there's something that uh, we've, you know, to prepare, you know, in this event, if that circuit breaker happens again in the future is uh, for us, if we believe that, hey, this is what the future holds, we should advocate it. We should just keep preaching it because when it happens, right, then people realize, oh, yeah, I should have done that, you know. So, yeah, that, that, that's how I see it. Lah. But however, for me, um, as much as we would like to educate others via technology or even face-to-face -face interaction, but if they themselves do not want to seek help. Exactly. So it's, it's again a mindset thing. Yep. It's again a mindset thing. If, if they feel that, oh, I have so many, a lot, I would say what Udemy has so many courses, now they have promotion <laughs> going from 100 plus, 200 plus to now, yep. less than $20. But there's a lot, and Udemy has been around for how, how long? But it's again, yep. are we, are we um, able to, you know, like empty our cups and keep learning, or even to upskill ourselves, and to educate ourselves, to be able to, to see um, that, hey, you need to uh, get more knowledge to yep. really um, bring out your personal branding out there. Mm. Mm, I agree. Right? So, so I'm going to tap a bit on that, like, for example, the home-based business thing. Yeah? Okay? Yep. So, so if this thing never happens, mm. the whole controversy never happens, mm. will we even want to find out from all the relevant government bodies with regards to law, with regards to regulations, with regards to even... Mm. How to how to even have a business continuity plan to sustain your business? Yep. And it's a wake up call for a lot of businesses because mm. not everybody it's easy to start a business, but to sustain it is very, very hard. So it's only like you can only see like okay, maybe like three years, okay. So so you're somehow trying your best to break even, but but if you're able to go more than five to five years or more, mm. not many businesses can tahan. Why? So so that that itself, um, we have to ask ourselves lah, if we want to start something, business, yep. movement, anything, all right, what kind of, um, again, values or that foundation do we want to you know, portray to the community that whatever that we are doing? So that itself, it's not just about, it's a two-way thing lah, it's not just one way, you see? Right. Yeah, so anything that we do both requires that leverage on technology and face-to-face -face interaction, but it, it's back to whoever that, feels that value is for them. Mm. Yeah. So even for myself that Kakak see a lot of issues and now a lot of people now are asking uh, a few um, home-based punya site lah. So they, they are asking me in terms of okay, how I do my technology, uh, mm. how can I find my purpose, repurpose yeah. back my, my my business, right? So all these conversations, it's, it's, it has to be a reflection always. It's, it doesn't mean that even though you have your mission or vision or even values there, that will stick for the next like what it has to keep evolving because we will progress but who determines the progress is you you yep. are the one running your business you are the one the face of your business or, or, yep. or, or, or movement right Agreed. so that's that's the only thing that yeah how we need it's not really of the the services but it's the mindset change how can we support that mindset change hmm. for our community uh, that's why I would rather I would rather do this. So why even for Grandi, we focuses more on um, better living through self. It's because it's back to self awareness, identifying yep. your strengths, being aware more about yourself before you decide to start something. Because if you do, if you don't even know your identity, how you wanna 
how you want to assure you know other people that oh have confidence in whatever that we are going to you know provide yeah. so this, this is again back to you as a person mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. thanks for all the sharing i think one of the things that <clears throat> that definitely like resonated of sorts right uh mm. or rather not resonated it was so coincidental so shukri mentioned about that the face-to-face -face interaction or that physical uh, experience that we will have with each other, right, will become a luxury, right? So it's mm. interesting that he, he said that because yesterday I just had a, on a Skype conversation with a professor from the UK. I think Imran is familiar with him. I think Shukri might have seen him before or heard of him before, mm. uh, Professor Colin Beard. Mm. And, and he runs what we call the Experiential Learning Masterclass, yep. right? And all the while, throughout all these years, he has always been uh, doing it face-to-face. -face. So mm. he will have his Asia tour where he'll come to Hong Kong, Malaysia, Singapore uh, to run this masterclass for each of these countries. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that we are hoping to do is actually, we are hoping to actually have him here in August this year. But now with the situation, we are not sure because we're not sure if flights will take off, whether it's even um, safe for him to come over and that kind of thing. Of course, he still holds on to the hope. So yesterday we were still having that conversation of are you gonna are you gonna ask for a refund for your air tickets yet? Or are you gonna just hold on to it until like nearer the date? Then he says you they're gonna hold on. So the 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 psychological uh, perspective of holding on to the tickets is really so that there's something to look forward to mm. at each at each milestone. Uh, and it, and he really loves to come to Singapore and he this time around he's hoping to bring his son along and it'll be the first time his son is in Singapore. Nice. Um, so that's the hope that he's having to just, just keep keep going. Uh, but one of the things that we did sp speak about was uh, if he cannot come to Singapore and if we start marketing the program, right? So then what happens, right? Do I want to go through the hassle of saying, you know, then I do all the administrative work and then do refunds and stuff like that? Or do we say that, hey, you know, regardless, uh, we can do an online version. Mm. So we have been having conversations to prep towards mm. kind of that aspect and so happened yesterday's conversation was that that the face-to-face -face meetup if he happens to come uh, might be a section a segment of the entire program now because we are devolving the program so perhaps like a, it's a two-day program perhaps day one would be online mm. and segmentized maybe across a few days like two hours each day kind of thing and then uh, day two will be when we when he arrives in singapore if he arrives in singapore Right. And then that, that is where that, that luxury or that premium of having him physically here kicks in as well. Mm. Because, yeah, there, there is a premium involved to have like the author of two books, uh, a professor from the UK in experiential learning coming to, to do the sharing, right? That becomes the premium asset. So when, when Shupi was saying, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so coincidental. Two different people from two walks of life, two different countries, Absolutely two different age groups, right? Uh, Colin is, Colin is, I think, in his 60s, if I'm not wrong. Shukri is like one-third his age, perhaps. <laughs> that kind of thing. So, so like, it's really, like, different. And, and yet, the conversations they are having across borders sounds almost the same about how now physical or face-to-face -face interaction is a luxury, is a premium product, right? So, so I think in, in like, like uh, Hadad's, uh, in Hadad's world, right, to now have live stage performance, wow, easily you should just pay $300 nah, for, for a show, you know, per person. 
compared to if you have it like how 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 our Broadway uh shows are being live online now, right? Uh, I think uh Andrew Lloyd Webber had a few of his has had a few of his musicals screen free on YouTube uh, over the past few weekends. Yeah. Of course that that definitely has an accessibility uh advantage. That means people who cannot afford the tickets can now then also see such musicals and such performances. Yeah. And we do know that such uh, training performances and so there is an educational value to it. Yeah. And it should not be like just demarcated between stratas. Right. Because if we want the entire society to, to grow and develop together, we need to find a way to bridge the gap. Yeah. And having it online helps to bridge those gaps. But at the same time, uh, those who can afford, and I think this is something that Imran and I find myself, we also had a conversation about the sliding scale payment. Uh, if those people who can afford, uh, then they can afford to pay more, right? And if they can afford to pay more, then what is that more that they are getting, first of all? Secondly, can that more not be for themselves? The consideration of that more not for, be them, not for themselves, but that more is, let's say, I pay $300 for a ticket to go and watch Hadad perform, for example. Part mm -hmm. of that $300 that I'm paying allows maybe a $50 ticket for someone who can't, uh, who 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 can't or or you know don't have that access, uh, to then be a part of that performance as well, yeah. So it that there is a social element, uh, of of the, the privilege being shared across the board. Thanks thanks for the idea. I'll try that also. I'll see how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already trying yeah. the one before. So already had one, one participant. Nice, cool. So and, yeah. I yeah, I think it's going to work, I think, that, that, that model. It will work. <laughs> it will work. Yeah, that's the optimism that, that Shukri oh, has, right? Thanks. So, yeah. so, so I think, I mean, if, if that's something that collectively we feel uh, yeah. that it's, it's worthwhile giving it a shot, right? Like, like, why don't we try and see if we can... And I like to use the word together, mm -hmm. but when I say together, doesn't mean that a hey, one, two, three, four, five of us are come together, set up one company, and do it together. That kind of thing. But together, as in, in our own right, in mm -hmm. our own sphere of influence, let's see how we can support each other. So, for example, if Imran says that you already have one or two programs that is kind of on that mode, mm. right? Then perhaps you can share those programs with us, and then we help you share those programs with other people. And I think like like with, with Shukri's sphere of influence, whatever he posts like, can be Colgate also, right? Can be can be Kwe Kwe also. Uh. Sure have following to say that, yeah, I would want to support, you know, somehow. <laughs> Example, right? That again, if it, yeah, if, if it's like perhaps a, 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 a program that, that Aifa has, right? Uh, and then she shares with all of us and then Hadad says, hey, you know, I think my community would benefit from like learning how to use uh, Instagram. You know, in, in, in a way to promote ourselves or use our Facebook as a, as a marketing platform, right? Uh, mm. And maybe there can be concessions also being made. So, like, if you are not in the performing arts scene, you pay this price. But if you're from the performing arts scene, you pay this other price, for example, right? Because we, we have an intention to want to support that particular community. Mm. And, and similar to, like, how this platform currently we are on, uh, this live that we've been for the entire week has been trying to support a community, Right, uh, through the RLA Foundation, uh, through donations. So I think I think if all of us start to have such ideas and thoughts on how then we can support each other, 
uh, and come together in terms of the movement of how expenses are being done or payment is being done. Mm. I think that there is something that we can look forward to as part of, I think that's just part of what, what uh, Hadad's question is also like, like, what would you do differently? We basically are changing the entire consumer model of how, how, how we transact. Now our transactions have some form of a heart involved. Hopefully, right? Because a lot of the transactions that we have been doing prior to COVID has been, oh, I like this. I like this particular jewelry, you know? Uh, I think it looks, this color looks nice on me. You know, mm. I, the, the intention of some of the purchase is for mm. myself to look good, right? Of course, there are some people say, if I look good, then when I go out and, and promote something else, people will also want to catch on, right? But what if, what if it is already packaged as part of our, our schemes and our plans? So I don't know if, if Shukri has the power, for example, right, to say, hey, Under Armour, with every pair of shoes that you, you sell, right, a, 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 a percentage or, or something, right? It doesn't, it, it doesn't even have to be like a financial transaction sometimes. It could be just a promotional cost. I think there are some models of some shoes that does, not shoes only, but some themes that actually have a cost attached to it, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So something along those lines. But now these themes or these causes can be really huge and really like a lot of people are supporting can we start looking at the smaller ones? Like for example, like what Hadad said, you know, my 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 art scene, art performing art scene, we have no clue of how to start start going online or start using yeah. digital platforms to support ourselves, even if it's not for the financial aspect of it, but at least to keep ourselves busy and occupied and purposefully involved. Mm. Uh, then how can the rest of us as a community come in and say, hey, we we would like to support you, we'd like to help you. Which is what I had a conversation with you also, Michelle. Um, there's a lot of content out there and there's a lot of free ones as well, but it's overloading you guys. Yeah. So what you might need, uh, my, my advice is that stick to one or two person only, someone yeah. you're really comfortable with, or find someone who can tell you that, okay, this one, no need to learn, this one you, you can consider learning. The rest of it, you just continue as per normal. Don't be worried about every, what everyone is doing. Which I think is lacking right now. Like everyone is pushing their programs and everything, uh, including myself as well. Uh. But <laughs> it, it helps if you have someone to tell you that okay, uh, maybe for now you don't need to know all this. I know that the COVID thing is happening. <clears throat> Doesn't mean you need to fully transform digitally. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe partially might be enough for now, and we take it at stages. But some people, um, it's like they are binge learning, and if you can turn it into something that's good. But sometimes they binge learn and they get overwhelmed. Then they are paralyzed by the whole information. That's worse. Yeah. 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 Cool. I really like this question. And this question generated so many meaningful and purposeful responses. I hope whoever's listening and watching, you've got all the notes you require from this sharing, right? Yeah. Nice. Um, perhaps we go on to the last I, I do question. like to add in. Oh, add yes. Sure. Though. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, uh, okay. Uh, I just had a conversation also with some of my trainers a few days ago. Uh, what happened was that we were talking and then we were saying that in the event, you know, CD is lifted or and the lockdown is lifted all over the world, will it take some time for human interaction and human touch to gain 
uh, you know, uh, gain speed again. You know, we, we have lost it within a few months, especially in countries across the world, uh, which haven't been in contact, direct contact. So that's why I'm thinking, what, is, what was our uh, concern was the children's intake afterwards because they have been exposed to digital uh, platforms all this while. So to add on on what Shuk said about luxury on human touch. Lah. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think for that part, I also mentioned that um, even with all the digital thing, it still doesn't feel as good as the real thing sometimes. So let's say you want to watch your show. Uh, yes, you can give the best mm. setup and best rig to come up with a version of a show, but it's still, remember, it's a, it's a version of your show. It's not a real show. I think it's valid concerns that everyone has. Uh, I think one of the one of one of my friends <clears throat> and Aifa knows him as well. I think Shukri probably has seen him before. He's the founder of Forest School Singapore. Um, so recently, uh, recently we had uh, also an online conversation, and he he said so. He was very fun. It was quite funny because he said, uh, "Oh, do you know that the streets are so empty now that the 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 kids who are riding the PMDs are just zooming across the roads in the middle of the night, like one two a.m. in the morning." And I was teasing him, like, what are you doing in the streets at 1-2 a.m. Yeah. in the morning? <laughs> so then he said, because he had to attend a wake, like, a friend's, a friend's uh, relative's week. So, mm. so therefore, he was out and he, he drove to the space and then he drove home. And then when he was driving home, he saw these kids on the PMDs. And then through his sharing, he actually said that when he went to the wake, and there wasn't a lot of people at the wake because of the, the current situation, right? And, and therefore, they chose to go so late at night where even lesser people would probably be there. Uh, so he was there with maybe two or three other friends and then this friend who, who lost a loved one uh, was there. And then he said when he sat down and he had to start like, a conversation, he actually paused and said, hey, how to start conversation now? Huh? What, what do I say first? Do I see how are you? You know, he actually had that moment of pause to try and process actually what he has to do in a physical interaction now. So that that was quite amusing right. to me because because I I never thought that that would be an issue. But now that he brought it up and it's it's someone I know and and like kind of like what Hadad has mentioned in this in this conversation about how would not I think not just our kids but then I think just people in general how would we now interact or rather would we find it even more awkward to interact because already um the the younger generation already find it awkward to interact which is why there's tinder right you can just swipe left swipe right to choose right. who you want to interact with and so on and so forth uh then now moving forward with this physically distancing each other uh basically you are enhancing that that awkwardness in a way now yeah so so i think it's a real concern uh in terms of 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 the the emotional wellness as well or emotional well-being because we are social animals right we are not born to live alone uh we are born to live as a community so so how do we move forth from here um and perhaps this question we shall just leave it open for now i don't think any of us have a have a solid uh solution to it uh, and I think it's nice to just leave it open even for the audience themselves to think about it. Like what, what based on like, let's say we convert that, that what uh, Hadad said into a question, right? Like, what are your thoughts about the moment this is lifted? How will you now start interacting and socializing with just 
your colleagues that you come and see back in the office, mm. right? What would you say? What would you do with them, right? Uh, or if let's say you're going back to school. Just imagine like tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah. Tomorrow, yeah, sorry, Hadad. Someone just stand next to you this close. I think there will be still that fear. How would you feel about it? I'll say one meter. Sorry, right. One meter. One meter. Right. Yeah. Or if I or if I do this. <coughs> hey, hey. Even on screen is not allowed, huh? <laughs> The germs will osmosis through the through the bandwidth, right? Yes. Yeah. So so it is it is true. Uh I personally experienced right. that I went I went to the park about two weeks back. And already the one meter social distancing is, is already in place, right? Mm. And I was sitting at a place where there was no one else around me, actually. Mm. Then suddenly this, this cyclist, he came and he wasn't very near. He was maybe about two, three arm lengths away from me. Like, like just beside me, but two, three arm lengths away from me. But the first thought that came into mind is like, wow, I've got so much space. Why you don't go other place? Why you must sit two, three arm lengths away from me? That was the first thought that came to my mind because like there is really a lot of space. Why did you choose to sit? here and then after that the next thought that came to me is hey how come i have that thought ah? mm. if it's a typical other other situation right would i have that thought mm. it, would, it would be like oh just somebody sit, sit down beside me no? it wouldn't have been like why why did the, it wouldn't have a question of why did you choose to sit there that doesn't make me mean also that you are more giving more attention to your surroundings now so every single thing everyone will be more focused and attention so I think most of us are familiar with this concept called your personal space, right? Mm. So, so I think when we are in a more crowded situation, so if we talk about like in the dormitories where the foreign our foreign workers stay, their 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 sphere of personal space is actually very small because it's so crowded. So imagine you go Gelang Serai for bazaar, your personal space is so small, right? Because everybody's just rushing, and then those of us who who prefer a bigger personal space, we find that we wouldn't want to go to these areas. Mm. We won't want to visit the bazaars. We won't want to go to Orchard Road on the weekends, that kind of thing. Uh, because that's, that's our sphere of personal space. So now, given that we have this, this so-called lockdown or circuit breaker situation, right? our personal space might have actually grown, you know? That, that I think like what Hadad mentioned, that if necessarily someone, doesn't have to be like directly in your face or so, it can be just like two seats away from you. And it's already social distancing. But now your personal space, the yeah. sphere has grown so much uh, that, that, and you, you might not be aware of it. And you'll find that every everything triggers you from there on. Yeah. So I think I'm going to just leave this question kind of like open for every one of us, whoever's watching, to kind of like explore that as a thought for ourselves. Like what is that personal space we now determine for ourselves? What is, what is the kind of interactions that we're going to have once we once we are able to have those interactions, uh, especially when it's face to face, right? How how would we want how we want how would we want to leave the impression of the interaction? Is it gonna be something that's offensive, mm. defensive, or is it gonna be something that's welcoming, caring, loving? And how would we want to how would we want to determine how that looks like? Right? Go, what do we want to go like? Hi, it's a long time no see. Does that sound sincere enough? Does that sound like I really want him to want to meet up with him, or does it sound like I am faking it? For example, right. So, so it's a good food for thought for all of us to, to perhaps have that 
at the back of our minds as we carry on for another, what, two, three more weeks of the circuit breaker. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe we'll go on to the last question for this morning. Uh, no, still no questions coming in from the audience. So we just use our own questions. The last question comes from Imran. Perhaps Imran would like to share what your question is. So the question is, <clears throat> what are some new opportunities you discovered as a result of this circuit breaker? What are some new opportunities you discovered as a result of this circuit breaker? <laughs> Michelle, I just realized there's a question from the audience. That oh. from Amira. But okay. I got a question for Michelle. I don't know if you have been asked or have answered. But what is Ramadan for you? And has it changed after talking to all of your guests? Ah, okay. Thanks you see? Yeah. Mm. yeah, I see. Thanks. So maybe we answer that. <laughs> I answer that question at the end. Maybe we, 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 we work with Imran's question first. Yeah. Mira, Mira. yeah. <laughs> uh, Imran can say that to Amira. He knows Amira very well. <laughs> so what are some new opportunities you discovered as a result of this circuit breaker? The time starts now. <laughs> okay, we'll be so we'll go first. Jesus, paper. Paper, start. Oh, should we lose? Yeah, yeah, you paper. Yeah, you do paper. Oh, so lose always start first, lah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? Of course. <laughs> I just wanted to, you know, for the part of it, just to... Um, what are some new opportunities I've discovered as a result of this circuit uh, breaker? Yeah, sure. uh, again, I think it goes back to... Uh, there's a lot of wonders that we can use or do with technology. I, I still believe in that. Uh, we can just... I think that's amazing. And the point that uh, we were saying just now, right... Um, also, writing on the point that we were talking about just now, uh, the face-to-face interaction will really be awkward and all that. Previously, talking in front of a camera was not a norm. People would fear talking in front of a camera. Uh, personally, I think even for myself, to be honest, right? Uh, because I feel like, um, oh, what would people think about me? That's always my question in my head. Real. But now, it becomes a... To be honest, personally, I'm not sure about you know whoever has been doing live. Sometimes it's quite it's tiring, but it's quite addictive. I just want to be in front of the camera, just go live, you know, just for the fun of it, just to share. Uh, maybe because we are trainers, right? Because we are not able to talk, uh, we get very tired also. So we want to talk. Um, so um, I think the opportunity is that it uh, it allows people to uh, improve their confidence level or break their away from their comfort zone. Previously, people are always so fearful about talking in front of the camera, you know. Uh, but right now, it becomes a norm. People are used to it. Uh, people get the hang of it. Uh, and then people get very comfortable uh, to be in front of the camera. Um, so if you ask me personally, what are some of the new opportunities that I've discovered is that uh, there's a lot of ways we can, uh, in terms of monetary, lah, there's a lot of ways that we can earn money through using all this, lah, to be very honest. Yeah, which I would like to have a word with uh, Kaifa later on, since you're talking about the Malay community <laughs> <laughs> separately, offline. Kaifa uh, has been waiting for you to say that for the longest time. <laughs> trying to test, trying to test his follow-up skills. <laughs> 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 yeah. So um, that's a lot of opportunities, like Whether is it uh, to monetize certain things or to just benefit a larger community, 
Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of wonders that we can do. Yeah, I really feel that way. And I think the outreach, I think the keyword over here, because when it comes to technology, is the outreach. Uh, previously, we always talk about do you, is your information reaching to your audience? Uh, previously, we were only talking about uh, whether we got 10 participants in front of us, 20 participants. Now we are talking about, yeah, there's only probably like six viewers or seven viewers right now, but this video will then eventually be shared, right? So the viewership just increases. It will just be a, a more and all that. So, um, yeah, the outreach, lah. I think that that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Another phone to see the phone again, is it? <laughs> you need to look on your to your left and right. <laughs> your left. Are you first, lah? Are you share your? Are you ready to share first? Had that? Had Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh. Yes. Okay. Uh. From what I feel. What are some new opportunities that we discovered as a result of this CD? To be honest, to be really honest, actually, I think the opportunity, the big, the biggest opportunity that uh, the whole community, the whole global community, gained out of something, actually, time, itself. because we don't have, we don't have, we don't spend much time going outside now. It's just less of the rush. So we, we have this opportunity of using time really well of where we are, of uh, what to develop and what to learn at home. Uh, so there's this new culture. In fact, I was just thinking, uh, I've been writing a lot at home. So this has inspired me to, uh, to write some of the main points where I discover that in 50 years time, we can tell our grandchildren saying that we live in a time where everybody had to stay at home. Mm. So that was a new culture. And I can simply say and tell my that and it was during Ramadan. And can you imagine how everybody wanted to survive and how everybody uh, discovered new ways? So the new opportunities, yes, digital economy, monetization, and uh, survivability in such a way that we learn to come together somehow. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, right, so I, 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 I will actually miss this. <laughs> you miss this? Is it the interaction? Is it you mean? Interaction. Yeah. All right, Aifa. <laughs> circuit breaker in Ramadan. It's, I, I think for as a Muslim yourself, you don't see us rushing to bazaars. And we spend more time uh, keeping to our faiths. So it's a good practice. It's a good go back, you know, of what uh, Ramadan is all about again. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, again, like, this, to slow down. Slow down with whatever that we've been doing. I think before before Circuit Breaker or that, uh, I didn't really have a lot of time to strategize. I think the only time that I strategize is when I totally get sick or break down or just want to not do anything because it just gets so busy with the with all the, the momentum and the follow-ups and all. <laughs> but I think with a lot of time now at home, yes, even though I am handling my children, I need to manage whatever um, the many roles that we need to do, but it allows me to do a lot more on research my own research and development, then my own um, in terms of how I intend to move forward uh, and what are the solutions or gaps that we can bridge after this. Yeah, so so a lot of thoughts in terms of that aspect as well. And in fact, I think now I'm already planning a few, um, a few things with Michelle 
yeah, to how we can roll out that with a place to be SG. As you all know that we have a, a, a another platform, a place to be SG, where we allow speakers to share as well. So that's also in the works. Then I'm also doing my own coaching programs uh, for for mompreneurs and maybe womanpreneurs as well. Uh, to help them and maybe use even the sliding pay scale or in, in the a Muslim uh, context, we call it ikhlas, payments shared ikhlas. Yeah, where I think a lot of ustazah, satizahs, all they, 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 they usually hope, like, you know, encourage that, that mode of inilah. So I, again, and, and I think most importantly in terms of the mindfulness phase, right, um, how we can support in terms of their mental health and emotional well-being as well. Mm. So I think there's a lot of areas because it's again like after this, right? Like when you all mentioned about the human interactions and all that, because it's all again back to the the, the mental health also. How uh, the psychological aspect. Yeah, how we can move forward from there. Mm. Again, that, that whole holistic, again, enhancing well-being. Again. So yeah, like, a lot. Uh, I think a lot of opportunities. But it's again prioritize which one should we focus whether is it more on the money ROI first or is it more on the on the community yeah and again because whatever we focus on you will need your energy and the energy that you put in that will that will determine you know commitment as well yeah and to balance community with profits ROI I think a lot of our our uh, entrepreneur friends right they always tell me so uh, I don't know how to put price up how you know? I don't know the value I want to put. Takut lah, takut lah. So it's it's that even. Can do a, we do a pricing session. <laughs> which which I think that is the, the one of the roots of the issues that a lot of us are facing. Even entrepreneurs do not know how to handle their cash flow. <laughs> mm. So this is also another area that myself and my husband are going into as well in terms of finance. Right. Yeah, because we talk all about physical, we talk about mental, we talk about but how about finance? And just yeah. another topic that. Sometimes it's just we don't want to learn or we don't want to know. Can because it's like Allah, no need lah, let all the experts do. But you still need to know for yourself, right? right? So at least you know how to manage your own expenses. You don't have to always hire hire people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but I just got a thought. It seems that there's this belief whereby if you are doing for community, it cannot be for profit as well. How do you all feel about that? Yeah, so that's also another but again, it depends on the the oh. partnerships that you make with and their definition of a profit or without. So I think that needs to be communicated and planned properly. Yeah. The misconceptions and again, that communication aspect. Because I think different thoughts I need to uh, really decide where is the direction for this and how much you are, you, you know, you are, you are willing to earn. Because again, people will say, oh, prof, you know, you're for community, but that's where the stigma went. Ayalah, <laughs> you can earn money from this, uh, you know. But it's something to say. Sorry, yeah, I, I just had a thought also. Um, yeah, okay, so, yeah. So I just had a thought uh, thinking about uh, these opportunities. Actually, uh, new opportunities that I truly discovered because I think most of us come of age where people younger than us would actually want to refer to and ask questions about what is available and how, how can we solve this situation. Uh, mm. For myself itself, I discovered new opportunities that there are actually a lot of uh, government help and government guidelines that we need to be aware of uh, at 
so that we can actually uh, teach and lead on the next the community itself lah. So I I thought, um, in terms of the home home based businesses itself, uh, if if one thing didn't happen, we wouldn't have known all these guidelines, and we would wouldn't have known all these uh, uh what we need to be aware of. So that's a new opportunity, I guess. Hmm. Imran, how about if you answer your own question on okay. um, what are the opportunities that you see? I think the first one is that there are two opportunities primarily which I'm really aggressively pushing for. One is the Circuit Breaker series. So I it just the thought just came and then two days later I just keep calling anyone, hey you guys uh, I think I want to list you as a speaker, I want to list you as a speaker. And Shuk was the first one, I think, for, for that series. So I just I just had a thought. I, I call him out. Hey, uh, Shuk, you want to be you want to do this session? They say okay. Then let's go. Then by Monday we were already running the session, and mm. we were adding speakers. Like the next day, the next day, the next day. We didn't have much uh, lead time and all. Even though without the lead time and all, we I was still confident because uh, I I kept sharing this. Like it's insane because we will never have been able to have even this session. Like here, all five of us here will never have been possible if not for this as well. That, that's how crazy it is, which I think uh, a lot of people need to really appreciate and really exp- make use of this <laughs> of this chance here because once this circuit breaker gets lifted, I, I can promise you, you're not going to get this as easily. At 10 a.m. in the, 10 a.m. In the morning, you have five people from five different <laughs> industries um, coming together to share. You can mm. try that in a physical session. It's going to cost you a huge amount of money and still not that easy to pull it off. So that's that's how easy. So like I say, if any of you guys have are probably gonna do this, just just do it, man. Like whatever you idea you had in mind in the past, just do it. Don't need to be too concerned about how it might look like and all. Uh, the second is because I've been traveling quite a bit the the months leading up to the the lockdown and all. Uh, the last was actually to Brunei, and I had that thought. I was discussing with my partners like, hey, you know what? I'm I'm a bit sick of traveling and tired because. It, you go away from your family and it costs you money and it's tiring because it's not like we're living in Ritz Carlton or something. We are living in like two box hotel or hostel, you know. <laughs> so it's not the best way to live, you know. And this is a good break. At the same time, we still get to, I was still like in touch with the, the counterpart. I was uh, we're educating each other. How can we pull off a session between Brunei and Singapore? Mm. So we, we've been actively talking to each other First, we tested your free session. Well, I was testing, had to test the bandwidth first there. So like, <laughs> here. Because the bandwidth and the data plan, all there is different. Even electricity is prepaid. Hmm. So everything is prepaid there. So it's compared to us following on a subscription plan. So we had to test a lot of things. Uh, now we know what works, what doesn't. Now we're going to go into paid sessions. Uh, we're going to test it again. So even payment, I was like, Michelle, hey, Payment itself really a nightmare. I cannot even collect. Um, people in Singapore cannot pay to Brunei. Brunei cannot pay to Singapore directly because there uh, there might be transactional fees or there might be a longer route. So we need mm. to work out. Hey, if you're gonna do a collaboration, how would the payment look like? How would the structure look like? Uh, when do we do this? This final details. People only see like this session only. This 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 screen. <laughs> they don't see all the logistics that you gotta sort out. Especially when you're going to pit, and I'm even testing a sliding scale. So now I'm scratching my head. How am I going to do the tracking and all? Uh, yeah. So 
I feel that that is an opportunity because like if you get to pull it off, it's going to be an asset. Lah. And yeah. Yeah, a lot of people will want to know how it, it is done. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks for all your sharing. I think it's been a very... A, because we have so many people sharing, right? There's like just so many nuggets of information, so many nuggets of knowledge and learning and the different perspectives, even just from one question, all the same question, but, but you just have different perspectives of how that looks like for you. I think there's just so much... So, so I'm scratching my head now. So as you're all talking, I'm like, okay, do I need to do a summary for today's session also? Because I don't know how I'm going to do this summary. Okay, why, why do we appoint someone in the comment section to do the summary? <laughs> right. So, 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 so I think... Guys, guys, I have to add. I have to add something just for a while. Yeah. Uh, for three years, uh, Michelle has been texting me and saying like, Hey, uh, when can we catch up for Ifta? When can we catch up? Then I kept promising her on text, you know, on WhatsApp. Okay, okay, let's let's try and do this date for Ifta. Let's try and do this date. Only in this year right now, I get to see her face to face finally. <laughs> eh. So yeah, yeah. So so this this weird Chinese lady from Singapore who is not Muslim is the one that's initiating Ifta get together, right? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I think I think I'm really very grateful. Like, like what Imran mentioned, right? It's only like also because of this period of time that we actually are able to just pull people into such a conversation. I think if it wasn't because of circuit breaker or wasn't because of uh, uh, the 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 COVID nineteen situation where we all kind of like working remotely, mm. just to arrange to meet up. Let's say if I ask, hey, should we come up for for a cup of coffee or tea? Right? I think previously was easier, lah. I think this past two, three years, right? Uh, I think IFA also can can testify to this. Just trying to get Shukri on the phone uh, could also be a challenge. <laughs> Easy, <laughs> like, yeah. like, okay, can we talk to you or not? Then he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then radio silence. And then like, okay, la, never mind, la, he busy, la, it's okay. Right. So I think I think I, I, I resonate with what Iran, Iran mentioned about. Uh, like, like it's only because of this current unique situation that we are in that we can perhaps try out all these methods and see actually what works. And I think just for my own experience, just running today's session, uh, definitely keeping calm helps. Like for Haddad to not be able to join us when we hope for him to join us. And eventually he did. And I think I'm very thankful that eventually he did still manage to come in and, and join us for the second half of the session. Uh, and I'm also very thankful that Shukri, Imran, and Aifa, you so willingly say that, okay, let me just take, in, in essence, uh, plus today's session, coming to about three hours of your time uh, to just have conversation and really talk about things that perhaps even if we come on a face-to-face -face session, we won't have a chance to talk about. Mm. Right. And, and, and if it's a face-to-face, -face, most of the time would probably be um, like just with one other person and not with like a, a small group of us or even a larger audience where now we mm. have other viewers perhaps watching this. Right. So I think I'm, I'm very grateful for, for this happening. And perhaps just coming back to Amira's question, right? So huh, this is the Ooh. first time I'm trying this. This is so cool. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> Amira's question that just popped up on our screen. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome to StreamYard, guys. If you are planning to use a live broadcasting platform, one of the platforms I recommend is StreamYard. I know uh, Shukri, Aifa, and Imran, they are using this platform called BeLive. So I'll leave them off StreamYard to go and I'm recommend using StreamYard. I'm using StreamYard and OBS. Yeah, StreamYard and OBS. Oh. I, I okay, talked about okay. my, my BeLive free trial is over. 
<laughs> okay. So so you guys can go and promote your own whichever platform you feel. Every time you use my account, right? You just pay me ten dollars, I'm fine. Can. Oh, it's more expensive than subscription itself. <laughs> Talk about monetizing. Okay, so anyway, coming back to Amira's question, right? So she's she's got a question for me. Uh, um, and she doesn't know if I answered it. Actually, I I kind of did answer this on the very first episode because when I introduced uh the session about what Ramadan means to me, in the first session I didn't have a guest, so it's really what it means to me, like, as as the person who's starting this. And has it changed after talking to all the guests? Um, so one of the things that I, I shared about what Ramadan means to me um, was two things, actually, or, or mainly two things. One is about community. And I think I shared earlier in today's conversation also that how um, typically we would probably gather together as, uh, as part of iftar gathering. So one of the things that I, I, I remember about Ramadan and I, I appreciate about Ramadan is that community come together. Right. And, and it's really, to me, that community come together is regardless of language, race, and religion. Because I think in our iftar session so far, we have had definitely a, a large group of Malay Muslims. Uh, but at the same time, we also have our Chinese associates, uh, facilitators. We also have our Indian associates and facilitators who are a part of that gathering. Um, and and we, whenever we have to order food or you know, have a potluck, we always take into consideration all the different uh, uh, dietary considerations, right? Like if you cannot eat lamb or you cannot eat pork, you know, that kind of thing, then we, we eliminate it from our, our list of possibilities and then we just order and and I think that's one of the things that I really appreciate about Ramadan in terms of what it means to me. I think the other aspect of what Ramadan means to me is really that sense of generosity and giving. Um, and I think that's something that I also had a disclaimer about, right? That we think that uh, during this period of time, especially our Muslim friends or Malay friends tend to say, Ayah, tired lah. I don't want to do so much work. Lah. Let me go and rest for a bit. And that's something that I, I feel that actually during this period of time, at least the Malay Muslims that I have interacted with through whether running of programs, whether it is uh, just as a friend, they usually don't, uh, don't, don't give me that reason so far. I've never encountered someone to give me that reason and say that, Amisha, I, got, I haven't been drinking enough. So when I do training, I'm going to be very quiet. No one has ever given me that reason before, right? Uh, during, especially during Ramadan. In fact, what I see them demonstrate during Ramadan is that additional effort uh, to, to do their job and to do the work that has been tasked to them even better. So, so it, it's almost like a 200% effort uh, on top of uh, what they usually do uh, to get their job done. So from just those demonstrations, it demonstrates to me that generosity that they have because they can choose to say that, yeah, I think I only give 50% effort lah because I'm tired now. I wake up 4.30 in the morning. By the time I go to bed, it will be about 11 plus 12 o'clock. Essentially, every time, every day, I only have about four hours of rest. If I have young kids, then it's another totally different story, right? Um, mm. But yet, they, 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 they have never complained to me. Uh, they do, some, some of them do sometimes fall sick just because of the dehydration. Uh, but that, again, as I think I mentioned before, I think it's acceptable. If any of us was to go through fasting, and we have never fasted like the entire until this period of time, right? I think all of us will also experience the fatigue, the dehydration, that 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 drop of energy, that kind of thing. Mm. So uh let's be compassionate. Lah. And and what I see from my, my Malay Muslim friends a lot is that generosity. So if if I was to look at it as by this sharing from all the guests this past one week, 
uh, has anything changed for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't say that anything has changed, but I think it has been reinforced. Uh, just just through the giving of their time, right, and their and their effort to to talk about and to share, you know, all these information that they have been sharing very generously. I don't think anyone here, and I dare dare say, anyone here has actually thought, wow, this topic, ah, I only share this amount, lah, because the rest, ah, I can monetize it, ah. So I keep the rest for myself, right? Then later on, I go and promote and say, hey, you know, just now you heard me talk about to Michelle about this, right? Now I'm going to run out of free, a course that cost me two hundred dollars that will tell you. I don't think any one of us have had any of that at the back of our minds during this conversation. And really, I think what we have done is to be really thoughtful about the the questions that we have been asked, and and through that thoughtfulness, uh, even allowed for ourselves to reflect upon actually how we ourselves might have been demonstrating our in our own lives and then just quite freely share and i think if you if you have watched through the entire of today's session thank you because it's more than one and a half hours long already uh, and and if you have just watched through the entire of the session right everyone is just jumping in and adding on to each other's thoughts and each other's points and opinions without having to hold back and say, oh yeah, well, this point you now should be say are very good, no. Okay, okay, I better shut up. I take his point uh, and then I just take notes for myself and then I keep it for myself. I don't think any one of us has done that here. Uh, and I think that further enhances my 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 perception of what Ramadan is in terms of that, that giving spirit, in terms of that uh, generosity and by all of us just saying yes let's do this on labor day is a public holiday uh, and having five of us come together that also demonstrates that that that, that community spirit that we have right uh, because essentially this period of time i think most of you would probably be a bit more tired by now right and it, it, it's nice to have that downtime to just chill a little bit rather than be online in front of a screen having a conversation so no no Hadad. Hadad, I know you missed this lah. Online online fatigue or Zoom fatigue is real. Uh. It's real, uh, yeah. So so I think I'm I I am just very, very grateful um that I I I can safely say that amongst all the friends that I have, right, my Malay Muslim friends are actually the ones who are interestingly closest to me. Um, I, I think I have a lot a lot more a lot more Malay Muslim friends whom I can potentially call and ask for help and assistance uh, than perhaps any of the other races. Right? Not that it is a right or wrong thing, it's just for me and my personality and, and just who I am, perhaps that attracts this group of people. Uh, and, and of course I'm not saying that I don't want to make friends with anyone else like, you know, if you're Chinese or you're Indian yes yes if you want to make friends with me please come and, and say hi and, 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 and let's be friends um, but yeah I think just, just in the past I think easily uh, 10-20 years of my life uh, I just have a lot of opportunity and a lot of blessings to have known this community a lot more and a lot better and definitely through such conversations allow me to enhance that knowledge and that, that understanding. And I think one of the underlying reasons also that I shared with some people because they asked me, you know, like what motivated me to start this session uh, as a Chinese or you know, as a non-Muslim? And I said, because I 
I don't know, I just resonate with the Malay community quite a bit. And uh, I felt that this is really just a very unique period of time for all of us. And why not, since I have the access and I have the network, to then uh, allow each of these speakers a space to share their stories and at the same time allow the larger community to be educated about what this group of people might be experiencing during this period of time. And they might not be the only ones. Right, it's not the experiences that they have is not limited to Malay Muslim. I'm sure that a lot of the things that they shared is is even beyond uh, that particular race or that particular culture. Any one of us who are in the performing arts scene, in the home-based business scene, in the training scene, in the digital platform scenes, we all have certain challenges that we have probably experienced that these speakers would probably have shared and and gave a different perspective to. So. Thank you very much, everyone, for, for being a part of this session uh, and taking the, the morning, well, almost the entire morning now uh, to, to have this moment with us. I'm going to just take the opportunity to uh, just round off the session, uh, if you don't mind. I'm going to ask each of you, in, in, in training fashion, right, I'm going to ask each of you to give a one-word uh, <laughs> response to how this morning session has been for you. And if one word cannot, I give you a bit of bandwidth. Lah. You can give me one sentence. Lah, huh? Okay. Right. So, so how has this morning session been for you? And uh, before we say thank you very much to the audience and perhaps just to do a call out for the for the funding and the donation again. Shall we just a one word? How was the this morning's experience for you? One word or, or one sentence? Imran. <laughs> Baru nak buat PSM lagi. Ah, let me spare you guys the misery, ah. Eh, it there's there's many more possibilities, many more possibilities. That's that's what I want to say. Cool, thank you. Shuk, let's hear. Like I think you probably be excited. Yeah. Oh, oh, you want to get sentenced? Sentence. <laughs> I mean, if you want more, we have to do another session. Ah. <laughs> okay, we laugh, but you see, later after a few seconds, they had that will laugh. So, <laughs> the, the one word for me is fruitful. Thank you. I don't want to go, or I go. I think Hadad was sitting when. Okay. Uh, of course, I leave the best for last, which is you, Aifa. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. The one word would be... One word would be... Virus. Because when we think of it outside, there is a bad virus going on. Yeah. But right now, what's going on is a good virus where we are spreading out our conversations, we are communicating, and we are thinking our thoughts. So that's that's the better virus. Cool. Thank you. Okay. For me, it's uh, inspirational. Nice. Inspirational. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And for me, it's love. <laughs> oh, oh, love. All right. So with that, I'm just gonna make a final call out to all those who are watching and eventually watching down the road, uh, to make. The donation to RA Foundation in terms of the cost that they are supporting, which is the Buka Puasa funds that they are raising. Uh, I just and did the, a the QR code is blocked, Michelle. The QR code is blocked. Uh. The question is. Yeah. 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 
Let me see what I can do. Okay, let me take the question away. Sorry, yeah. First time, uh, first time try this. Can we remove the question banner? Yeah. Yes, okay. Yes. Alright, the question is right. So, maybe since I'm here, let me do this as well. Can you show this? And then I can this as well. So there's the there's the QR code and then there's also the link at the bottom uh, on how to donate to the course. So as I mentioned earlier, basically the Buka Puasa Fund uh, is, is put in place to actually support our frontline workers as well as those who are less privileged to be able to have a comfortable enough uh, breaking of fast meal. Uh, and the, the foundation actually takes the money and then um, buys the, 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 the food and then distributes it. Right. So I think the last I checked was I think they were at 28%, which is $570,000 raised so far. Their target is $2 million. So they are still away, a distance away. They have about 20 over days more to raise those funds. Uh, so please, if you think that this morning's conversation has resonated with you and has been meaningful and, and, and uh, purposeful enough, right? and perhaps a thought, you know, there are five speakers here. You know, if let's say I was to attend a talk and each of these five speakers charge $10, they have been a $50 uh, event, right? Then I would say that, why don't you just donate that $50 to the RLA fund? Uh, foundations fund, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So, if you can, do scan the QR code or just key in the, the URL at the bottom of the screen uh, so that you can then contribute to the course. Um, once again, thank you very much uh, for all the speakers who have joined us this morning, uh, for thank all you. of you to be here. Uh, and thank you for all your little thank nuggets you. of knowledge, wisdom uh, that you have shared throughout the entire morning. Um, thank you all those who have been watching and following us the entire morning as well and spending this two, well, coming to two hours with us. Thank you very much for being with us or for all your love and all your likes uh, and all your comments and your questions. Uh, I think it's been really wonderful. Uh, next week, we are going to continue with this series. Uh, next week, we will start on Tuesday uh, and the timing will change. The timing will be at 1 p.m. in the afternoon instead of 10 a.m. Right? And our first guest for next week is Hadad. Hopefully, he manages his technical issues over the weekend and then he can come on <laughs> on Tuesday as the first guest. All right. So, so like Shukri, Imran and Aifa have already responded to our 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 series questions. Hadad has not. So, next week, we will hear yes, from I'm Hadad happy. first. <laughs> from Hadad first about like, what Ramadan means to him, what values does he hold and demonstrate through Ramadan. Right, so with that, once again, thank you very much for being with us this morning. I'm going to end the live now. Everybody just wave and say goodbye. <laughs> thank yeah, you. Stay safe. Stay safe. Thank you. All right. See you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.